What is going on? You are listening to Tags Podcast, aka Talk About Gay Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie, and this is episode 404 alongside Jeremy Ross Lopez. How you doing, Jeremy? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. And also, of course, joining us is Cody Maurice Doggett. How the hell you doing, Cody? Hello, darling. I'm doing wonderful now that Mercury's out of retrograde. Oh, I'm so happy for that. Yeah. A little later in the show, I want to ask you a little bit about your fall plans, goals, travel, all that good stuff that you may have. But actually, starting with you, you took Jeremy a trip over to P-Town. Love it there. What's it like in fall? It's really nice. It was actually, we had one day that was rainy, but it it's like very fall here and cold and chilly. So it was definitely a good day to like order in, and then go out drinking late at night. Uh, So we stayed in one day, and then the other days were sunny, and uh, I biked 10 miles on Friday afternoon. Love it. That's amazing. So, like, fall is, I could imagine, because I love fall on the East Coast for sure. Not quite American Horror Story fall, though, or winter. No, no, that that I don't have any interest in either. But we actually, we biked past that house. Did you? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, creepy, creepy. And past that bar that they, like, stay at for a lot of the scenes for American Horror Story. Yeah, the le- I was there a year ago and actually ran saw Ryan Murphy at the coffee shop and was like to my friend nudging him, is that Ryan Murphy? And he said, yes. <laughs> and apparently he had a boat or a really nice boat to himself that he stayed on all summer during filming and then he just continued to stay there. Of course, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't Why you? Why not? Um, yeah. You know, I know Halloween is a big time there, but you were there saying that it was a leather festival? Yeah, so it was uh, actually just like uh, IML and MAL. It's the Mates Leather Weekend. So they had a title winner and they had a contest and all of that stuff. So Saturday night was actually the same night as the Eagle New York City's contest. (sighs) That's was right. the, the mates contest here. Wow. Oh, how fun. Yeah. Oh, it must have had a great crowd there. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Nice. The boys were out in leather, probably freezing their asses off, getting oh, to yeah. the club. You know how that goes. <laughs> well, I'm so happy for you. That's great. We, Cody and I, actually, in a group of us, along with Lincoln, went and saw Bros on Friday night. Did oh, our awesome. Yeah, how yeah, was oh, it? Yeah. Did our part, like Billy Eichner said, to go watch the film. I really liked it a lot. I thought the jokes were all there. I thought it was relevant to just the gay community and how to meet guys billy eichner's character just not giving away too much is really not doing so great in the love department and of course he meets this guy who is not very committal at all and so most of the movie is kind of going back and forth with this guy won't commit and he's giving me all the wrong signals and i don't know how to read this and and all the the guest stars in the movie add to the comedy. I just thought the writing was fresh and I thought it was a great film. I really enjoyed it. Cody, you 
thought a little differently than I did. Just a little bit. I thought that the background characters weren't as fleshed out as I would have personally liked. But it was a very hilarious money. Uh, movie money. Oh, my God. <laughs> money. Uh-oh. Money, money not well spent. <laughs> it was a hilarious movie. And the, the jokes were like nonstop. So I was laughing the whole way through. So they got me with that. I It was a eight. It was an eight out of ten for me. Okay, that's pretty good. It's good. And, you know, you know, I do agree with you a little bit that some of the characters, the supporting characters, could have been fleshed out a little bit more. I would have loved to see a little bit more of T.S. Madison. Oh, me and too. Miss, I forget her name. Simone. Uh, Simone, but a hairstylist in Atlanta. Oh, Anyways, Miss, I, Miss, um, oh, what is Oh my gosh. I'm, I I'm love a bad him. Day. Yeah. Well, anyways, I would have loved to see a little bit more of them, but I agree. Uh, um, sadly, though, Miss Lawrence. Miss Lawrence, thank you yes. so much. Yeah. Despite all the critical response, because it did get good reviews, it had a lackluster opening at the weekend at the box office. And Billy Eichner took to Twitter to share his disappointment in the turnout. Turns out it came in at number four, which isn't bad, but you know how much he was really trying to promote this movie and get everybody and their straight friends to go see it. He wrote, last night I snuck in and sat in the back of a sold out theater playing bros in LA. The audience howled with laughter start to finish, burst into applause at the end, and some were wiping away tears as they walked out. That actually sounds similar to our audience as well, I think. Uh, Eichner began a series of tweets on Sunday, quote, it was truly magical, really. I am very proud of this movie. He, uh, Eichner co-wrote and stars in the film, of course, as we know, even with glowing reviews uh, like by Rotten Tomatoes and cinematic scores, he said straight people, especially in certain parts of the country, just didn't show up for bros. And that's disappointing, but it is what it is, as he wrote... Uh, He encouraged anyone who isn't a homophobic weirdo to try to go see (laughs) the film. You will have a blast, he wrote. Uh, I was really proud of my sister. She went with two, uh, three or four straight people, and she recruited them on Friday night. So she did her part. In reading some of comments on Reddit... Somebody wrote, did it flop because it was gay or because nobody wants to see Billy Eichner as a romantic lead? Okay, rude. Oh, harsh. Well, the other thing is about him, like, I'm very happy that it's uh, a new gay movie that's, like, worldwide. But uh, he isn't, like, the most lovable person. He's totally the type of personality that you either hate or love his humor. Right, he's can yeah. be sardonic, and he and has like, a... on this Billy on the street, he's like very pushy. So people, I'm sure, like assimilate him with that as well. Mm-hmm. So... And it's really his first acting role, right. I believe. So it's especially a starring role. So it's not like yeah. we know him, Luke McFarlane, who I thought did a great job, plays the counterpart to him, is great. But somebody wrote in Reddit. If this had cast someone like Tom Holland or Chris Evans in the Luke McFarlane part, I bet this would have grabbed a lot more interest from the general what? public. Are they gay? I don't think they are. <laughs> no, Todd, they're not. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, here we are complaining. I don't know about Todd Holland. Do we know that for sure? Tom if Holland. He, he's Todd Spider-Man. Ho- Todd Holland? 
Tom Holland. Oh, did He's they just Spider-Man. get it wrong? Okay, so first of all, oh, the Reddit thread, okay. they didn't get it. <laughs> Unless there's a Todd Holland, you're probably right. And we always complain about casting straights in gay roles. I think Billy did a great job, but I can see where, you know, somebody wrote in the comments on Reddit that rom-coms in general aren't doing that great anymore and that they're pretty much straight to streaming in their minds. I mean, I kind of agree because even J-Lo had a movie about getting married. What was it called, Jeremy? Marry Me. Marry Me. I I didn't get to see it. My sister saw it and liked it a lot. Um, It didn't do that great. And she's Jennifer Lopez. So it tells us that I will... The test will be, because we saw the previews and there's an upcoming Julia Roberts, you all. I'm not the biggest <gasps> Julia Roberts fan, but if she can't do it, Julia Roberts and... <laughs> uh, George Clooney. Uh, George Clooney. Okay. Two if these two motherfuckers... Likable. Yes. If, if it bombs, then we know. Okay. The end of an era with the rom-coms, at least in the theaters. But if it does well, then we'll know. I kind of feel that... Because T.S. Madison and Miss Lawrence were on the red carpet in L.A. And they were asked about the film and their part in it. And they would actually like to see more studio, studio major studios produce rom-coms with trans and non-binary leads. Wow. Do you think that if we're not getting the numbers with a Billy Eichner gay cast, are we going to see it with trans and non-binary characters anytime soon, Jeremy? I mean, I would love to see it, and I think that TV has definitely stepped up, but I'm not sure about motion pictures as of yet. Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with you. I think the beauty of it, and we were talking about this recently, Cody, that you Mm -hmm. can, over the summer, we saw Fire Island, which went straight, and that was when Billy Eichner he had to clear up some things to his friend, the, the lead, the lead uh, and the writer of fire Island, because he was saying, this is the first movie major backed. And this is the one you need to see. It's not straight to TV. And uh, people of fire Island had a big problem with what he had said and he cleared it up. But oh, yeah. I think movies are doing great on streaming platforms and it is niche in my mind, I, in other words, I think the gays are going to, we all went out to see it or many gays, but like Jeremy said, you're going to get those that it's not everyone's cup of tea. Billy isn't everyone's cup of tea. And then on top of that, women, you can bring your girlfriends, but are straight men really going to go run to see bros, Cody? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it has the draw for straight men that I don't know I think if they no. can really relate, I mean, I think they'll so. watch it, but yeah, yeah. I mean, if they go with their straight girlfriends, then maybe that that's the only way that they'll go and see it. But I really hope that, like Jeremy said, that the uh, trans leads and non-binary leads can actually make the jump into mainstream and have that draw that a Julia Roberts or a J-Lo will have. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I just think the culture is changing, in my opinion. And I think there's I love the fact that we have streaming services now because there is a place now on TV. But I hope people keep trying and they don't give up. I know it's not the end of it because Universal, who produced the movie Bros, 
is it's going to continue to release it overseas and then it's going to have you know it has several weeks to go it's just opening weekend it didn't do as great as they would have hoped so let's hope keep your fingers crossed that it does well and for everybody actually yeah okay well we've reported recently Lil Nas X is on tour currently with his concert and his long live Montero concert show and recently a tweet from Lil Nas X asking his fans to stop doing poppers at his show has gone viral the rapper (laughs) currently on his first live tour across North America the long live Montero shows will then move on to Europe and yesterday he tweeted Quote, stop doing poppers at my concert. Do you need your asshole relaxed to see me perform industry baby? The tweet has had around 100,000 likes, and that was the other day, so it's probably gotten more. Many pointed out that it was only a couple of weeks ago that the Georgia Rays performer was encouraging fans to have an orgy at his shows. Exactly. So (laughs) which is it, little Nas? I don't other other mixed messages. Others said they would disobey his request. <laughs> what is up with him? Is he back and forth? What do you think, Jeremy? And I mean, I've been to concerts before. I've said this, I think, on previous shows before where I was at a Janet Jackson concert and two guys in front of me, I was with my boyfriend at the time and two friends. And these two guys were so drugged up they were falling out almost oh no they were doing those kinds of extracurricular drugs at a janet jackson concert and then i've been at other concerts where i've told you i think another janet jackson concert where these (laughs) friends were so drunk that they were passed out on their seats and not even looking at the show so i think He does have a point, Jeremy, that people can go too far. Do you agree? I definitely agree. I don't really, like, personally like poppers out in public. I think that they should stay at home in the bedroom or wherever you want (laughs) to fuck in your backyard or whatever. But for concerts, I don't like to be inebriated. And I actually enjoy just being in the presence of the person and, like, actually listening to the music. I don't even know... If I would do an edible to go to a concert, I think a few cocktails and maybe that's it. And then party and have a kiki after. But I never would want to be fucked up falling over at any concert that I go to. I'm with you. Yeah. And then and then for poppers, I'm just like, yeah, I'm I've never been a fan of poppers, even on the dance floor. So. Yeah, I can understand where he's coming from in that sense. Yeah, Poppers doesn't make sense on a concert because I want to get my dick sucked. And he's right. You're not going to (laughs) get Little Nas X to suck your dick or fuck you at at his concert. So if that's not going to happen, then I don't want to do it. I'm also with you with the edible. Edibles sound like a good idea, but you know how you can do... You and I have done more than we wanted to a couple times and we just don't have that recipe down so for me personally i would just avoid it a couple cocktails is good and usually for major concerts like his any major star you have bought the tickets months in advance they're very expensive you don't want to Mm -hmm. fuck it up and be high off your mind for and ruin the whole experience cody but what do you think about him flip-flopping a little bit here i want to see orgies in the next concert and i want to see people in animal costumes 
next time. And now don't do poppers. Is he just being provocative or why is he flip-flopping? I think if you had so. To guess. <laughs> if I had to guess, I think he's being provocative. Uh, from what I hear, the concert is is amazing. He vogues in the concert. I think I read something about him announcing to his the people at the concert that he was, you know, on the toilet and, and so he needed a few minutes before he can get back to his set. I think I read that. Don't <laughs> don't quote me, but I'm I'm going to look it up really quick and I'll get back to you. But I think okay. he's really doing a lot to promote his concert and making sure that it's a wonderful experience for people. I would like it if he did have the separate orgy room, that if you could buy Little Nas X poppers before you go into the separate orgy room where the kids <laughs> are not. So I think that that is the solution. And then he needs to call me so we can make that happen. Yeah, he needs like another tiered price ticket that he forgot to put on the billing where you get this whole experience with him, with poppers, and it's backstage. I mean, it could be an after party, pretty much. Right. Yeah. That would be really cool. And he maybe he posts it at the concert because he's really taking advantage of social media and live concerts, which I think is great, things we didn't have years ago. And... I don't know. I, I love it. I also know at another concert, he had a lot of protesters outside of the venue, just anti-LGBTQ. Of course, he was in town and he sent them boxes of pizza. He told his crew, send them boxes of pizza while they're, they, of course, didn't, didn't accept the pizza. But I thought that was kind of a, <laughs> a funny thing for him. So he's provocative. I'm here for it. But I want to see that ticket that gets me the after party. And then oh, yeah. in. Yeah, and he says he says specifically that he was dropping demons in his concert, so he'll be out in a minute to to finish his performance. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> <laughs> dropping demons. Have you heard of that before? Uh, no, that's my first time. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm excited about using it now. <laughs> okay, well, moving on. Have you guys heard of this? I'm. I know you guys don't do it, but no homo. People say straight guys say no homo. Ugh. Yeah, I have like years ago, not as of recent. Yeah. Okay, well, this you may or may not have heard it before. I never heard of this, but I thought, okay, we got to talk about this. Where someone will say, I love you, man, no homo, or I just bought bros tickets, no homo, or <laughs> dude, your glutes are massive, no homo. Yes, straight men, especially those in according to this article that they feel are insecure with their sexuality tend to use no homo. I didn't say it, but this is what the article said. As punctuation, <laughs> as one urban dictionary wrote, pointed out, a term used by many men after every sentence so everyone knows they're straight. Other tongue-in-cheek urban dictionary definitions suggest that men who utter no homo tend to do some pretty homo things. No homo <laughs> is the magic phrase men utter when under taking tasks that are gay so that they may ward it off. One reads, when a man sucks his homies dick. Well, I don't think that's true wow. on that last part. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so, Jeremy, have you heard people use this term at all? Because people used to say, oh, that's so gay. Yeah, I feel like it's a, a dumb slang. And I think it's like for closet cases that just won't ever come out. Because I feel like if you're secure with your sexuality, it's not necessary. Yeah, it seems very extra and just kind of lame to throw that around. And the thing is, it when it happens 
it's probably in high school or certain parts of the country and then it just gets picked up so everyone feels oh you got to say that just to reinforce it i don't know cody what are your thoughts on the no homo yeah, just I sounds... say yes, homo. Yes, homo. <laughs> More homo, please. More homo, please. Hey, Can I have homo, a side of homo with my fries. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just seems really immature, like you guys were saying. And I, I remember people saying it when I was in high school back in the '90s. So that is that. That takes me back, and I'm I can't believe that people are, are bringing no homo back. It's so ridiculous. It's so oh, so you have heard antiquated. It. Yeah, I heard it back in high school. Yeah, and I think that wow. I, I think that people are more evolved. That I well, at least I thought that people were more evolved now, and that we were <laughs> exploring sexuality more and more. But I guess not. So if they're bringing no homo back, it's just weird. Yeah, tw- people on Twitter are not having it, and it's definitely can lead to anti hate, you know, anti LGBTQ sentiment. The more it's proliferated, so let's get rid of it. Let's hope people check people at least on social media, and it will go away. Okay, well, we love giving advice, and we had a listener write into us, James, who actually listens to us on Tags Live most Wednesdays. James wanted to know, as you may know, he he writes, I am back into dating again, but I don't have hookup apps like Grindr since I want to find something meaningful. Not to say you can't find it on those apps, but trying my best to keep the bad apples out. I have guys who reach out on Facebook who are older, nothing wrong with that, and ask if I am in a relationship. And before I can say anything, in five seconds, they will go off on me saying, if you are not interested, then it is okay. This will happen even on the Facebook dating section at a... I didn't know there was a Facebook dating section. Me either. That's wild. Yeah. Facebook dating section at random times of the day during the work week. This happens with all ages, but most are older. I just had a guy maybe 60 years old or something like that, do that to me today, who lives outside of Chicago. He was liking and commenting on my photos after I accepted his friend request. Then he started with the DMs, asking questions about myself. I could feel the red flags hitting me. I finally had to school him how to get act online and told him not to. Uh, I think that's where he ended his message there. Okay, so it does bring up, because as much as we want to school the no homos, the young kids of the world, sometimes we have to school our older people too to not take things too personally, I think. I'll elaborate a little bit more, but what's your advice, Jeremy, to handling people that just because you don't respond in a timely manner that does he even owe these people anything no i mean i don't think that you owe someone that you don't know at all anything i agree right it's clearly bothering now so what would you tell him to give him some advice to not i mean usually i like to nip it in the butt and if i'm not interested I, i mean i'll be cordial and kind and nice for the start but if i see it take a turn at all that like conversation wise, then I just say not interested, take care or just like cut it very short and direct rather than beating around the bush. Yeah, I agree. Um, Sometimes I'm guilty of ghosting. I mean, I had somebody recently, it wasn't even (laughs) for this. It was on, it was a, and I believe it was a person of a certain age 
I'm guessing this by the conversation, but I don't know this for sure, but they had DM'd me on Instagram and have been asking if I would be open to doing some nudes for them. And I looked at some of their photos and they were interesting. And I responded back once and I said, oh, cool work, perhaps. What I said was I would potentially be interested, and I believe this person doesn't live in New York City, so they come in and out from LA and New York, and I said, potentially I would be, however, I'm currently in a phase of leaning out. And so, like, in other words, my body's not right right now, and Mm -hmm. that's my preference. And first of all, I don't do a lot of photo shoots, but if I am going to do it, I'm in this phase right now, and I need a few months. And I felt like he didn't really read that, even though it was clearly there. And just the other day, he's already told me twice, oh, oh, can we take those photos? And then over the weekend, I'm going to be in town Sunday. Are you free? And I didn't respond because I felt like I already gave him a response, but Mm -hmm. he didn't accept it. And the response is, no, I'm not ready right now. And I guess I could tell him again, but (laughs) I don't know. Sometimes so then I ghost people. So I guess my advice to you is don't worry about it and move (laughs) on. (laughs) Yeah. And if they bother you too much, block them because they will learn soon enough the rules of don't bother people and don't be belligerent to people that just don't respond to you in the time that you think that they should respond to you. You do not owe them anything and they will learn the hard way sooner or later and get over it. But Cody, we haven't heard from you. What are your thoughts for advice for James? Yeah, I totally agree with you guys. If you, um, if you are finding somebody being belligerent on social media with you, if you are feeling in the mood to bless them with the lesson of how to treat other people, then you are totally uh, inclined to do that. You can do that if you choose to. But if you don't, you 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 don't owe anybody anything. Just like you guys said. So my advice is to. Get familiar with the block button and nip it in the bud right away and just make sure you know you let people know what what's acceptable for you and where your boundaries lie. So I agree with you guys. I love that. Perfect. Thank you for that. I hope that helps. And if you want advice, we are always here for you, whether it's sex, relationship, just DM us at Tags Podcast on Instagram, or you can go to tagspodcast.com and email us from that route too. Let us know how that's working for you, James, over in Chicago. Okay. Well, there's a couple Reddit threads that I wanted to go over through with you guys. And the person write, met through Grinder, no sex, uh, no sex. We've become really good friends and now feeling it's starting to develop what to do. Okay, let me just read it to you. I met, I'm 32 and met this guy 33 through Grinder. Had really good conversation, but I don't feel a strong sexual chemistry. Don't want to jump, jump to his face right away. Then we started to hang out a lot. A lot more than my other dates. At this rate, more than my best friends. I genuinely enjoy being around him. We both make efforts to plan things and spend an entire evening together, even in crappy weather, and recently traveled together. Never had sex, even at each other's apartment. Just plain great platonic friends. Sounds good so far. However, we started talking about deeper stuff, and... It shone another light of him as a human being. Okay. (laughs) And to put it in layman's terms, I am starstruck. 
He was oh. always goofy, but he is apparently also a very compassionate human that is this, um, he does a lot of good work is kind of what he's trying to say there. Uh, I know the easiest thing to do is just address and communi communicate my feelings to him, but I don't want to risk this great friendship that we have. I really have no idea what to do. I even jerked off multiple times to make sure I have clarity. <laughs> I love that. Good I definitely That's have hilarious. feels. Um, this is an interesting one because I recently told you guys I went on speed dating and one of the boxes you could check was just simply friends. Mm -hmm. And I went on the friend date. We've actually... Did we do? We're going to go on a second friend date, but we really got along. And what I learned in the friendship, in the date with him, the friend get together, I guess is what you'd call it, is that he put friendship on all of his because he's recently been scorned by a guy that he was really into. And he thinks the only way to move forward now is to simply be friends with everybody. Just mm -hmm. start as friends. And so I was really intrigued with that because i actually on my sheet put i would go on a date with him and also i checked i would be friends with him so i thought you know but this is really healthy and i think you can i would i will continue to hang out with them i'm i find him attractive but i could also just be friends with them but who knows if we spent more time i might get to know him more and he might get to know me more and it could lead down that route i do think there is something to be said about just being friends first and seeing where it goes. Cody, what are your thoughts? Oh, I totally agree with you. I think that when, for this, this guy in particular, if he is, if they are that much of a match, if they are that much in sync, then nothing is really at, I mean, there's a little something at risk, but if you approach it delicately and, and, and as if you care for your friend and this friendship, then I don't know if anything can really go wrong as far as I'm saying this and I'm kind of really thinking about it. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I agree, but it sounds like the best of both worlds to me. I feel like if you handle it the right way, then your friendship can still stay intact afterwards. Final answer. <laughs> okay, I like that answer. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's well, the interesting thing about it, Jeremy, is that he right, they're new. So it's not like they're risking this 10 year friendship that is all of a sudden, if one of them's not into the other one, they're just throwing it all down the tube. It's a newer relationship in, as relationships go in general. So I don't think he has that much to lose. What do you think, Jeremy? Yeah, I think it's worth like kind of a risk if you want to just express your feelings. And I think also it's good to read off the energy that you guys have like together in an intimate setting and just like, I don't know, hone in on that you're getting the same vibe from the other person. Right. Yeah. And I think if they've traveled together, I think there's nothing wrong with going that extra mile just to put it out there. Yeah. I think. I mean, oh, yeah. He's, he's either going to say, oh, you know, no, I'm not really. And just that's okay. And yeah. you can already have that in your mind that that's, you can even say that. 
there yeah. i want to bring something up to you we've been spending a lot of time together traveling i've gotten to know you recently more and i know we agreed to just be friends but i have some feelings for it. and i just want to know are you feeling those are we on the same radar if not i'm totally cool with because i'm good with this friendship as well yeah. yeah i think would be the mature thing to do and but don't it's still new enough i think that you should do it now because you don't want to have it continue down where a year goes by and why didn't you say something before and wonder it's, what if yeah now we have this embedded friendship that it's too late to, it seems we it would seem weird now i don't think yeah the longer you wait i think it definitely would be like not uh, not as natural and organic as it would be early on yeah right the only thing that i can think of that would kind of make it go the wrong the wrong direction is if the sex was not good if the sex was trash can you imagine <laughs> this sounds like a sex in the city episode when carrie had sex with burger and it was lackluster and she said but we get each other's jokes it's like bippity boppity bippity bopping when we're talking and then we were in bed and it fell flat. But yeah, I mean, it's a real thing that happens. So yeah, but that happens with everybody. Even when you're both thinking you're into each other, the sex can fall flat. It's true. Right? It's true. It can happen so, in relationships to where there are lulls and there are high points in in any relationship as far as sex. I think sex it would be concerned. cool though, in many ways, because you already have this friend thing and this connection that you guys are really enjoying spending time with each other usually my battle is oh, i'm attracted to them but i don't really like spending time with them i just uh, i can't get out just get out i and feel so like that's the same exact with me like i don't like i don't want to text all day i don't want to wake up next to you every day I but i still want to fuck and i like i can stand company but not like days on end of company you know how some yes. like guys that you're into they like they love to smother then you're like running in the opposite direction <laughs> see i am a it, smotherer it, so <laughs> it's fine if you're both into but yeah I, I mean i recently met a guy at the eagle and much younger than me and we had he's we spent he spent the night we had great sex and then we agreed to go on a date Went on the date, had dinner together. It was great conversation. We were having a really good time. The thing about it, though, was before the date, it would have been fine if we would have just had the date and maybe come home to my place and had fun, and then he went home. Mm -hmm. But he had asked me prior to the date, he said, I live uptown and I have a class, a workout class the next morning would you mind if I packed a bag and spent the night? And this okay. is our first date. And I said, yes, that's fine. But I knew in the back of my head, I probably should have just been honest. This is our first date. I know we've slept together already. And so after the date, we came back and we sat on the couch, but then I was all over him and we were all over each other. And then we went to bed, but it's like 1030 at night. I didn't know what else to do after that. So we went to bed mm -hmm. way earlier and now I'm sleeping with this guy that I didn't really want in my bed. Like it would have been at that point. <laughs> You're like, and I had up, to go get up and yeah. go now. <laughs> and I, we didn't have that. We weren't there quite yet. I was sweating because it was the end of summer and it just, I was up 
oh, I was back and forth. And I think it ruined it for me that uh, then after yeah. that, I thought, oh, well, now I'm not into this anymore. Because yeah, I think-, I think you should have definitely said no. And yeah, I but I understand, like, because I know you well, that you don't want to, like, inconvenience someone. And especially right. when they're so yeah. direct about their question, like <laughs> right. they ask you for the favor what are you going to say like straight to their face? No, immediately. I know. So I get it, but I definitely like personally, I would have definitely said no. I know because just because it's comfortable when you, when you like get to know the person better, like the sex thing is so different in my opinion from like actually spending quality time with someone and they can go hand in hand, but they don't always and I think early on, the intimate hanging out with someone and sleeping over is like not always easy if mm-hmm. you haven't got to know the person a little bit more than just sex, like more than just one date, if you know what I mean, like outside. Some of my closest friends I can spend hours with yeah and mm-hmm. on and on and we're like oh my god how many hours? like and it's it Where doesn't the day like go? anything yeah but when somebody i think the reason why it was then you were exactly right jeremy and then when he was here we came back we made we started having the sex thing and then it's 10 30 we're done with sex i didn't know what to do and i don't yeah. know him that well to just it was so I said, should we just go to bed? And he said, yeah, let's just go to bed. And so we're now I'm in bed at 1030 and I don't even go to bed until like 1230. I know that's so and not you. I know. And it was the worst girl. night. Of, the worst night is I know. But where was my piece of cheesecake at least? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even get that. I mean, I got the cheesecake. Let me tell you about it. Hey. <laughs> hey. But yeah, I just think I should have just stuck to my guns, learned the lesson that. Well, because I also think sometimes you need to, like, mind fuck yourself and you need to choose, like, make the certain decisions that will entice you to see the person again. Right. And sometimes based Mm. off of the choice you make, it almost you turned yourself off. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It it was ruined by by me saying yes to him staying over turned everything off to somebody that I think I was actually could have gone on several more dates. Yeah. He Mm -hmm. works in the music industry and we were talking about going to see a particular type of concert that I don't normally go to, but I was really intrigued and I thought you could be the one that could take me to this type of concert. And I was excited about, we hadn't got there yet, but it was all squashed in my mind he checked in with me a couple days later and I said, I had friends, which I really did in town. And then <laughs> he checked in one more time and I was like, yeah, and it petered out and I didn't really. <laughs> so I know, I know. You Cody, last up, thoughts on You could have made up that whole excuse when he asked to stay over your house. You just need to have, I have friends at my house in your back pocket at all times when you want to say no. Yeah, I need to take responsibility for this on myself. You're absolutely right. He also gave me the out. You can say no to. I think I was just like, oh, you know. Yeah, you're a nice guy. I I, I did think I wouldn't be so bold to do that. I would never do that on my end. I know. I would never do that ever. Like, I can't even imagine. But I also, like, I'm thinking to myself (laughs) when you first said it, 
bitch, I don't care what fucking class you have tomorrow. It's not my problem. Like, really? Get on the train at 7 a.m. and get your ass to the class. Well, and exactly. You can and, shop and... here, but that's it. <laughs> well, exactly. Right. So I think I was a little dumbstruck at the gall or yeah nerve to say something like that but i really liked him and i just went with it and that says so that's red flaggy anyway yeah. i guess because so um, that's probably best that it didn't work out and next <laughs> hey okay well somebody else wrote really quickly um on reddit are you nervous about sending nudes on pretty much all the apps, sending nudes is pretty widespread, but I am discreet and nervous about sending them, especially these days. Have you heard of Eric Adame? <laughs> I'm wow. worried. I'm worried. I, I put that in there, but I'm I'm worried someone <laughs> might use or share them with someone else. How do you all handle this? Have any of you had your pictures stolen and used again? This is so Eric. Somebody wrote, "Don't show your face." Yeah, I agree with that. I've had people really get when I do go on the apps, send me this, send me that, and it's way too much sending back and forth. And I don't really, I kind of, as as we've gone further in the years of social media and the apps, have seen what can happen, and I don't want to send them. Or Cody, I might want to look into the vanishing thing that yeah. you still haven't taught yeah. me. I need to tell you. I need to show you how to do. But there was the perfect time <laughs> when we went to go see Bros. It's really quick. Yeah. You can see. But next time I see you, I'll show you. Okay, got it. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this, Cody? Oh yeah, you got to be really careful because people will take your stuff. Remember my my whole Instagram got hacked and they were pretending to beat me i had a whole only fans wasn't getting paid a dime so <laughs> right oh my goodness <laughs> making money without the magic yeah, I know, right? Right. what the heck but yeah so you have to be really really careful with what you put out there into the world and I am not really, or I used to not be that afraid when it, I'm still not, honestly, because I send news to my boyfriend all the time. <laughs> but that's between you and your boyfriend. So one time, and, and then I'll go back to my uh, my original okay. point. He's, he showed his friends his my nude picture. Oh my god! And How did you I find this him. out? He said that he he said that he had shown them. It's it's it, he's a very honest person. He he shoots straight from the hip. And I I dressed him down. I was like, you can never do that again. And he was like, I'm, but I'm proud of you, baby. And and I was like, you can be proud of me, but don't show my news to anybody ever again. This is just for you. It's just for between the two of us. So yeah. But my original point was you have to be careful because people it just as Easily as that happened with between me and my boyfriend, it can happen from anybody. Anybody can share your news and any time. So make sure you're using that uh, disappearing pictures if you're doing it on Grinder or what have you, or is it or Scruff? Yes, that's it. I, it's been so long since I've been on one of those, so I'm I forget what they're called anymore. <laughs> oh god please girl <laughs> um, but practically married I know. <laughs> and he had a lobotomy apparently with all the social media 
Moving on to my other host. Um, yeah, Jeremy, no, I mean, the thing is, people are greedy, right? They want you to they want you to send everything but the kitchen sink. And it's like, no, bitch, you know, but I do like somewhat recent pictures. And I also I don't send a million. So like, I think face, chest, like ass and dick and then that's good and Body i also parts. i, I also keep like them all not connected so like if now you're talking to... dumber no i'm saying they wouldn't like trace back to me if yeah. you know what i mean yeah Right. So I think there's always like a smart angle and way that you That's can a do clever it so that thing though. You're not, right. Not yeah, trace. Like, yeah, the disappearing thing also is very helpful because they only get a snap to see it. So like it gives them like I don't even know, maybe five seconds to see it. Yeah. I guess they could technically screenshot them. I but... think I think that somebody wrote in one time and said that if you try and screenshot it on Grinder, I have no idea. But if you try and screenshot it, it will be the Grinder uh, profile. Pick. Oh, so they block it out. Yeah, okay. they block it out. Well, that's smart then. That yeah. is smart, and I'm glad they're implementing that for sure. That's really good. Yeah, interesting about that. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Lastly, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Lastly, I couldn't help. I am a Lena Dunham fan, but she's been getting a lot of slack for she was slammed for saying she wants her casket driven in a pride parade. <laughs> totally random. She's facing major backlash. Lena Dunham from Girls. I don't know if you guys watch Girls, but I was a big fan after she publicly stating that she wants her coffin to be driven in the New York City Pride Parade when she dies. When I go, I want my casket to be driven through the New York Pride Parade with a plaque that reads, she wasn't for everyone, but she was for us. The girl's alum, who's now 36, tweeted Sunday asking, who can arrange this? But several angered Twitter followers flooded the post with messages of confusion and criticism over her wish. Maybe they should drive your casket around in a bus like the one you threw <laughs> LGBTQ plus sex workers under. Apparently she did at one point. Girl, what? no, we don't claim you like that. Somebody wrote. Anyways, on and on and on. Um, does this bother you that she did this, Jeremy? Uh, it doesn't bother me. I, I just think it's like a like stupid, random. I'm not really a big fan of hers and or her humor, but I mean, she said what she said. It doesn't bother me at all. I just think it's kind of like dumb and silly to say, and obviously, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm not going to the that parade, parade for sure. The pride won't be calling her anytime soon, is what right. you're saying. Yeah. Um, she's always been a little left to center. I'm kind of here for her humor. I'm a huge girls fan back in the day, and I, I love Lena. I think she's super talented. I can be a little left of center, too, with my humor sometimes, so I get it. But do you think, Cody, that she was a little off with this? And you got to get take... I think she can handle all the people coming at her, though. Um, somebody wrote on Twitter that it seems like all the people coming after her were her followers, as, as if oh, they're waiting really? for her to always put her foot in her mouth, and then they're coming after her. 
<laughs> yeah, I I'm I, I agree with Jeremy. I think that this is just I'm not a big fan of hers, and I just think that this is just one more thing that. But she's neither here nor there for me. It's not I don't dislike yeah. her, and I don't really like her. She's this is another thing just to add onto the pile for me to ignore Lena Dunham. I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry to this man. I guess I'm on I'm a <laughs> lone woman. star on this one. I'm the only Lena fan. Oh well, <laughs> nothing new here. Okay, well, thanks so much for playing. This has been so much fun as always. And you can always follow my co-host, follow Jeremy on Instagram. He has some fun photos from his past weekend in Pete Town. Follow him at J Ross Lopez. J Ross Lopez. Follow Cody. He's a life coach at KMD Coaching and at Mr. Maurice. Mr. Maurice. And of course, follow us at Tags Podcast. We're back Wednesday night with Tags Live. Thanks, guys. So much fun. Always. And in the meantime, continue having hot, hot gay, gay sex. sex. Yes.